Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. All right. Hi, Latika. Welcome. So excited to have you here today. Thank you for joining us. I'd love if you can share a quick introduction with our podcast listeners. Absolutely. Thank you, Megan, for having me today. It is such a pleasure to be here. I am Latika. I am a career development strategist. I am a podcast host. I'm an author. I am a mom of four. I'm a wife. I am all the things 24 <laughs> seven. You are a busy, busy woman. <laughs> so I, I love you. So you really do do it all. You have done it all. It's very impressive to follow you and to watch you and to see you be so successful. Um, so as you have, you said four kids, correct? Yes. Yep. And as, as, as a working mom and all the, the busy things, I want to dive into the working mom piece here first. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I also, I have three kids, so I don't know how you do four. Um, but so talk a little bit about the balance and how you maintain balance and, and, kind of momentum in your career while also keeping, keeping your, your four little girls thriving. Absolutely, man. So one of the things that I do is I go by the acronym saying system, and that is save yourself stress, time, energy, and money. And so I have truly developed, especially after I had my fourth daughter, how to create the system. And, you know, for me having my fourth, finding out that I was having another baby when I had mentally prepared myself that I wasn't going to have any more and to go into the doctor expecting to um, get my tubes tied and then being turned around and say, no, you cannot get your tube tied today because you're pregnant. Nobody ever talks about how that, that puts you into a depression, not saying that your children are a blessing, but when you have mentally prepared yourself that I'm not going to have any more. And then to get shut down, you're like, wait a minute, what just happened? <laughs> you know? Um, and so for me, it was really, 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 um, hard for me to, to move on, if you will. (laughs) And it took me some months to accept that I was pregnant. Um, And once I really was able to accept it, then it was, oh my God, how am I going to balance all four of these kids and work full-time and support my husband in his career and do everything else as I live in the suburbs and I work in the city? And so creating a system really allowed me to do all of those things uh, intentionally. So I was intentionally focused, intentionally productive with my time. And I had to learn to say no to a lot of things real quick so that I wouldn't overcommit 
so I wouldn't stretch myself too thin. Um, so I wouldn't steep back into a depression. Um, but it really allowed me the opportunity to look at different ways to manage my house and be able to show up as an effective employee for my employer. And out of all of that, I started a business. Yeah. So I, I want to share because so when you say surprise fourth baby, right, mm-hmm. you, you'd settled into, okay, we have three, we're done. Life is here. Yeah. And then add the fourth and go, how am I, how am I going to do all this? Now, that was my reaction with my first child. I found out I was pregnant and I was like, wait, I'm, I'm, how do I do How, how, how do I maintain an hour long commute every yes. day and working in the city and having a baby and finding balance. And so I think the, it, once, when you decide to start a family, it adds this, oh, wow. How, what now? How? And I love that you've turned this into a business because clearly you, you figured out the how, right? So you're your system mm-hmm. figured it out. And I think that's, that's amazing because I see, I mean, I, ha- I see so many women who struggle with this, the, yeah. and often it means giving up a piece of our career, correct, right? Because you're not giving up your kids. You're not giving up your family. So, right. so often women, and we saw this with COVID, right? We saw yep. so many women step away from the, from the workforce because they, there was no other choice. There was no childcare available. and I think teaching women the the systems and the support and the ways that you can have both. But I also love what you said about doing it all, but being intentional about how you're doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. Absolutely. I really had to step back and analyze, you know, what is important to me? What are my priorities? What's important for my family? And one thing that I had to learn um, and recently just had to reassess is what am I focused on? You know, what am I going to say yes to? Um, I cannot say yes to everything and I cannot say yes to everyone because that's, that's where the stretch and overwhelm comes through. But if I'm focused and say, okay, this year I'm going to focus on my personal development, then for the rest of the year, I'm going to make sure that there are certain activities that I do to increase my professional development, personal development. And it may not include a lot of social events, Um, but it's what's going to fill me up because I can't continue to give everything to everybody else. And I'm not giving to myself. That's something I had to learn. Yeah. I think that's a, that's an important lesson. I think we all have to learn that now. So obviously there's the being intentional about what you're saying yes to and saying yes is often the easy response, right? Someone asks you a small favor or a big favor or a big project, or there's something at work or there's something in the community and saying yes is usually the easier answer, right? There's no, there's no bad feeling with saying yes, but let's talk about saying no, because no is the, the more difficult, challenging answer. But when we say no, we give ourselves the space to, to do the things we want to do. Um, so do you have any advice around the saying no, or the, let's say, let's say, okay, I'm going to focus on my personal development. I know that the next six months I'm doing this, which means I'm going to have to give up some social stuff. Right. How do you respond to the pressure of, oh, but why aren't you here, Latika? We want you here. Why aren't you doing this? Any, any advice there? 
Yes. I think the first thing is to release the feeling of being, of feeling guilty for saying no before you even say no. Because a lot of times, even before someone asks us something, the guilt comes to us. If I don't do this and I'm going to miss out on something, or if I say no, then someone's going to be hurt by my decision for myself. So we have to let go of that guilt first. And then when we are asked a question, that's where we have to be intentional. And that's where the system comes in place because you have to ask yourself, is this going to stress me out? Is this going to give me more energy? Is this going to give me more time? Is this going to save me some money? Like we have to ask ourselves those questions before we say yes or no to a certain thing. And if the answer to, is it going to save me time? Is it going to increase my stress? Is it going to save me money? If we can't clearly answer those questions, we have to say no. You know, if it's not aligned to what our goals are for the year, for what our family wants to do for the year, we we have to say no to some of those things. Um, but it's truly, again, being intentional, letting go of the guilt. And one of the things that I had to realize too, I'm not sure about you, but during the pandemic, I learned that there was a shift. There was a pivot that I had to take mentally. And during that shift, I had to reanalyze and reprioritize the individuals I was around and the things that I was listening to and seeing, because a lot of those influences caused me to say yes to things that are no longer important to me. But if I, now that I'm able to identify and be around individuals who influence my less stress, influence my more time or save me time, then I'm more able to be intentional with my no's and intentional with my yeses. So it also has to do with who's your circle of influence because your circle of influence is going to be like, yeah, let's, let's go girl. Yeah. I know that's your goal, but come on, you, you can still do this. You really don't need that. You need someone who's going to say, you know what? Your goal for the year was to do X, Y, and Z. And if you have that circle of influence around you to remind you of your system, then your answers will most likely be no to the things that don't align with what you need to do. I love that. And so I, I love this concept of circle of influence, right? And the people that you're surrounding yourself in and do they, do they understand your vision? Do they understand your goals? Are they standing by your side, encouraging you, or are they over here dangling the carrot, trying to tempt you away from, from what your, what your intention was, what your goals were. And I think so often we get stuck in these circles with these groups of people that it can be family, it can be community, it can be friends, it can be coworkers. And we have to be really careful about who we let into that circle. Um, and intentional about how much space we give them over what we're doing. That's a really good point. How much space, how much attention, how much time we're actually giving those individuals. Because if we're constantly giving them our time, we're constantly giving them our yeses. And it has nothing to do with what we want to do. 
you know, so that's something that I, I truly had to learn, um, especially in this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think that that's something a lot of women, I mean, pandemic or not, I think it's really important as you're being challenged in your career, as you're identifying stretch opportunities or growth opportunities, as you are trying to get to the next level, if you, I'm going to take the working mom approach because we're both working moms. Once you start having a family, the stress changes drastically. It, it, you're, you're adding more and more to your plate. And you, unless you can outsource everything related to your house and childcare, which some people do, but are you having family to have a family? Are you having a family to, to outsource all of the, all of the childcare? And so I think that when you're intentional about the way you're building that structure for yourself, it's, it's really helpful. Um, but also making sure that the people around you understand, like uh, my coworkers know that I, I take my kids to school every morning and our school doesn't start till 8.50, which means I'm usually not at my desk until just after nine o'clock, mm-hmm. but they know that about me. And I think right. it's important that I'm very intentional that, hey, you know what? morning time is less crazy at work. So I'm taking that time to spend with my kids. We have breakfast together. We get ready together. We go to school together. And then if you need me online later, that's okay. It's just no meetings before nine o'clock because I'm not available. Right. Right. Setting those boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And boundaries again, I I think that that comes into play anytime we start talking about saying no and and really limiting our space. And again, work on boundaries is, is going to serve anybody really well. Absolutely. We, we got to say no to stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I want to circle back to some of the, the responses that came in as we were preparing for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we say this, so our podcast is really about community, bringing women together, supporting women, empowering us all to reach new levels of success. So you say one tip that you'd like to offer our listeners is to give yourself grace. Can you talk us through that? Yes. You know, that is something that I had to implement myself and I still have to every single day. And, you know, grace is honestly making sure that you are okay. You know, you are okay, that you forgive yourself, that you pour love back into yourself as you pour into others giving yourself grace that, Hey, I may have messed up today, but tomorrow is another day. And I have a brand new, a fresh start of the day to do this right. You know? And so it's making sure that you honestly take a moment and just reflect, analyze, do not be hard on yourself and move on. You know, honestly, we are not perfect human beings. And so there is no such thing as perfection, as being a perfect mom, being a perfect wife, being a perfect employee. That's impossible. And we cannot continue to put ourselves in this invisible pedestal that we are perfect or we should be perfect because that's what we see on social media or whatever other platform. We have to give ourselves grace that we are doing the best that we can with what we have and that it is okay to start over again tomorrow 
it's okay to talk to yourself. You may look a little crazy talking in the mirror to yourself, but it's okay to say, you got this girl, just keep on going. Close your eyes, tomorrow's another day. We'll go at this tomorrow. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about the amazing Wing It Rise Up Facebook community. This is where you can connect with me directly and with other listeners of the show so that we can break out of our cages of fear together. In the group, I will share new podcast episodes and inspiration for my life as a busy, ambitious mom of four. Let's inspire one another. You do not have to take the leap alone. This amazing community is ready to welcome you with open arms. Head to Facebook, search for the Wing It Rise Up Facebook group, and click on join the group. See you there. If you ever think about your kids, you can fuss and yell at your kids in one moment, but in the next moment, they will love you and hug you and hug you and and hold you tight because they give you grace unintentionally. They don't know what grace means, but they love you so much that even though you may fuss at them and it gets on their nerves, they still love you because they know at the end of the day, you will do whatever is best for them. Likewise, we have to do the same to ourselves. We have to love ourselves and we have to hold ourselves tight, embracing that love and just telling ourselves, girl, you're okay. You got this. Girl, I love you. And move on to the next and and just honestly be okay with doing that for yourself each and every single day. Yeah, I I I love that, Latika. I think that um, thinking through personally some challenges I have faced this year, and, and I shared this earlier in the week. Like I've been wearing a necklace that has my mm-hmm. name on it because mm-hmm. it's my reminder that yeah. like self love. I have one with a heart, one with my name, and it's mm-hmm. like I have to I have to take care of myself. And part of that is reminding myself, giving myself the grace, and reminding myself that that everything I'm, I'm great. Right. Like everything, everything's good. Like we've got this. It's just, sometimes the days are hard and sometimes you'll have one bad day. It can be hard to build that momentum. But Mm -hmm. if you, um, something I've been reading a lot about lately is, is habits and routines and waking up and having a morning habit where you sit with yourself and, and meditate or do whatever, but have time where you just reflect on yourself and, and use positive affirmations to start your day. which can help wipe out whatever happened yesterday. Yes, (laughs) it really will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So talk to me a little bit about the, your, the coaching that you do, because you, you, why did you go into coaching and, and what sort of, what does, does coaching with you look like? Absolutely. So for me, I have, um, Man, I I still can't believe it when I say this, but I have over 15 years of um, career development experience. And with that, I've been able to go into law enforcement agencies and really teach their employees how to grow from an academy level, um, coming in as an uh, officer and agent, all the way up to an executive director. So I've been able to coach and mentor people, train them on how to go up the career ladder. And so myself being a woman in a law enforcement agency, I got stuck a couple times, especially after having kids. And so 
I had the experience, the firsthand experience of going up the career ladder, getting stuck, coming down and then going back up and then being in a male dominated organization where folks just look at you like your main goal was to stay at home and take care of the kids. Um, And so I had that experience and then having the four kids and the commute, you know, you talk about that hour long commute, that hour long commute turned into two hours one way. And it, it just was ridiculous. And so I said to myself, how many other working moms are going through the same thing? And so I combined the two experiences and the knowledge that I had and said, okay, so many of us, we want to go up the career ladder. We want to have that work-life balance. And we also want to make sure that we are more present at home. So I put everything together in a program called Lead, Grow, and Balance. And so I encourage working moms to not separate their life and career, but blend it. And we ultimately create a life and career management solution that allows you to go up the career ladder and then also create that equality at home, make sure that you have a support system that truly supports you and making sure that you have that system in place where you're following um, the guidelines or really what you need, what's in alignment with your family to save yourself that stress, time, energy, and money. And so with that, I coach working moms how to create that system along with the life and career management solution. So when they're finished working with me, they have a plan on how to go up the career ladder maybe within the organization they're in or in another organization or start their own business Um, and also able to give them nuggets on how to be professional. (laughs) And what I mean by that is sometimes, you know, we hear leave, leave home at home and bring work to work. You know, there has to be a separation of the two, but we can't, we can't separate the two but we can still be professional about it. And so bringing those home skills into the workplace, leadership, critical thinking, project management. So we're bringing these professional skills into your career. We did, we got, and that's incorrect English, we have firsthand experience in being leaders in our home. So why not bring it into the workplace? So I really show moms how to be professional, bring that profession from home into the workplace um, in in our program, along with the support, along with um, so many um, guided materials and resources that I have in a coaching program, along with prayer and sisterhood. So we create this bond um, that is lifelong. A lot of the coaching clients I've had have now become family friends of mine, but creating this sisterhood of I understand where you're going, where you're coming from and where you're going. I've been there and this is where I've gone. And let me help you get there or exceed where I was. Um, So it's really been a blessing to be able to work with the working moms and help them be successful and build those opportunities for their own success. That's amazing. Amazing work. And and such a, I think, (laughs) as we see so many women like transitioning back to career and and really reassessing where they're at and and where they're going to go, I think 
finding the support so that you're doing it in a healthy way is, is what so many people need, right? Because as I, as I, I see people who've been out of the workforce for so long, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's easy to just jump back in and create right. new habits and routines. And, and when you do it intentionally, it'll be way different than just, okay, I got to get back now, right? School's back open, childcare's back right. and at this time. <laughs> um, but I also think women are really prioritizing what matters. We're seeing yeah. a massive shift in are you paying me enough? Are you treating me well? Is your company culture in line with mine? Is the vision aligned? Like, I think that women are really starting to question where they're going to end up and, and almost demanding more from employers and demanding the respect, dem- demanding what they deserve. Um, and I love to see it. I think it's, it's huge for women. So absolutely. This is our time. It is. It is our time. All right. So another question we asked, what's been one of the biggest challenges you've faced in your professional journey? And you say your mindset. Yes. Oh my goodness, Megan. Let me tell you. So I'm, I know that I have so many stories about how my mind has like played tricks on me, but let me tell you about today. (laughs) So I am meeting with um, a prospective client and not client, but partner, I should say. And I'm like, yes, this is it. This is my business model. And, you know, this is my pricing structure. And the person was like, oh, I don't know. You know, that's not expensive, but I wouldn't pay for that. And so immediately I was drawn back and I was like, asking myself in my mind, wait a minute, am I wrong for asking this question? Am I wrong for asking her to pay this? But wait a minute, I've had people pay for this just like last week. So am I doing something wrong? So I got off the phone with her. I sent her a follow-up email. Hey, I would really like for us to partner. Um, And, you know, here's the link, you know, to, to sign up whatsoever. Not even 10 minutes later, someone else I sent that same form to that I spoke to last last week, same pricing structure, signed up. Didn't have any questions about that pricing structure. And I just, I literally lifted up my hands. I said, okay, okay. And I I had to say to myself, Latika, stop doubting yourself. Stop allowing other people to influence your decisions. Stop allowing other people just because they're not comfortable with it, just because they've never seen it before, doesn't mean you don't have to do it. And so in that moment, I literally had to talk to myself and say, Latika, no, stick with what you decided you were going to do. This is the model you are choosing to follow. It has worked. You are having people pay for this. So do it. Just because one person says no, doesn't mean you have to change everything to meet their needs. And so in that moment, I literally had to say, like just talk to myself and and look at my um, post-it notes of affirmations and say, okay, 
I'm blessed. I'm amazing. I can do this. I know what makes me happy. And just continue to say that to myself and look at my vision board and say, hey, I put this on my vision board for this year. I need to do it. And it truly had to get my juices back going and saying, come on, let's go. Let's push forward. And if this person decides not to partner with you, guess what? There are millions of other women in the world who will partner with you. But just today, I had to check my mindset and get it in place so that I can do what I'm supposed to do because I cannot go about in my dreams, in my vision, if I let other people influence influence what I'm supposed to be doing. So I truly had to check myself and say, uh-uh, no, get it together. Come, come on back down get it together. You are okay. Let's do it this way. Isn't it amazing how one person yes. can, can like one person's words can have such a massive impact yes. on our ability to like, to introduce self-doubt, to introduce, like, it's like, sometimes I think it's okay. Right. I think it's good to rethink through your system and your, and your price, like right. pricing, etc. But often it's more, it's a bigger exercise than that. Right. And it's, if it, like, if you have 10 people questioning your pricing or questioning your methodology or questioning, but to have one person at the same time, you have somebody else buying into exactly what you're selling, but we let that one person's voice, like, it's like, we give more credit to the person who's questioning us than the person who's pouring into us. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's, I think, I'm glad you shared that example because I think that it's something that a lot of women will, will relate with, whether it's changing your pricing or a change in your career or asking for a bigger salary, or like, there's so many ways this can go. Right. But we're often the ones like it's, it's the mindset that often holds us back. And the moment there's just one little indicator of something that doesn't align, we just, we fall into that self-doubt barrel and like, it, it can be hard to, to get out of it. So I'm glad you shared the, your way out of it, because I think that's where people get hung up. Right. And it can be a really slippery slope using the pricing example. If, I mean, you could have gone through a whole new exercise, right. You could have, that yes. could have sent you spiraling <laughs> to, and you have other clients buying in at that price. And yes. then it becomes, what do I tell these people? I'm charging them too much money. How do I do like <laughs> And that, that was all going through my mind, Megan. I was like, wait a minute, this person's credit card just processed and it just deposited in my account. And this other person just paid through their credit card. And I'm just like, wait, I literally had to check myself right then and there, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. then and there. But it's mm-hmm. so, it's, that's how our mindset is so easy. Just like that. <laughs> it is. It is. And so really with this podcast, we want to teach women that, so unlimited horizons is really the the concept that while we often see an endpoint, right? We often envision a horizon. It doesn't necessarily mean that's your endpoint. You can dream as big as you want to dream. And when we empower ourselves with the right communities and the right people and the right process and the right support, it makes it a lot easier to follow that dream, to follow that passion. And I think part of that is mindset and doing the work of self-belief and filling yourself. Like I love that you said, you have your affirmations right there. So you can go right to the the thing you know you needed at that time. Um, I think that's amazing. 
Yes, I have them posted everywhere. <laughs> so I, my office, my my real office is under construction right now. We're kid proofing oh, nice. it. We're putting some doors in, which is very exciting. But yes. so like I have I have some sticky notes around, but I'm I'm ready for my wall back. <laughs> yes. So what I will tell you is if you have like if you go to the dollar store and get like a poster board put mm-hmm. your stickies on that poster board that way you can carry it around with you it's mobile oh, that's such a good idea yeah that is such a good idea yeah I love the idea of a mobile mobile vision almost affirmation board right because right. like mm-hmm. that's like I my vision board is in a way that I can I can carry it with me and I have a digital copy of it and I can yes. refer back to it when needed but I think that when you find yourself using those tools, I mean, we have, this makes it so easy to carry anything. Right. And so, um, having, knowing the thing, the tools that are going to help you through those moments, those difficult times, carry them with you as close as you can. Absolutely. Every day. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Latika, I enjoyed this conversation. As we wrap up, any last minute words of advice or wisdom you want to share with our listeners? Yes, I would say, again, give yourself grace and make sure that the circle of influence that you are around gives you the same amount of grace and reminds you constantly of your dreams. Again, these are trustworthy people that you can be vulnerable with, but they can remind you of your dreams and just push you to where you want to go. Absolutely. Well, Latika, thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on here and sharing your wisdom with us today. Thank you. Um, For those of you listening, you'll be able to find Latika's uh, social media information in our show notes. You can connect with her, go follow her. She shares wonderful career tips and resources all the time. Thank you. Go check her out. (laughs) Thank you, Latika. Thank you, Megan. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.